Good afternoon. It's Paul Cadman, Chair of Downtown in Business Birmingham. Uh, we've got one of our sponsors and one of our main members at Downtown in Business to talk to today. So James Forrester, um, a adopted Brummie. We're not going to get away with our Peaky Blinders accent, unfortunately. So adopted Brummie coming all the way up from Newcastle, but it's been around quite a few years. Owning a number of businesses and I think I want to look at each of the businesses in turn today, but there's certainly a couple that we want to focus on, which is Barrows and Forest State, which is estate agents based in Birmingham, Jewellery Quarter. And then if we look at the digital uh, sort of news and things like that, so it's Birmingham Property News, which seems to be setting the digital scene alight and things like that. So let's firstly start off with a proper introduction from you. If you can take a few minutes, just tell us about who you are, where you've been, and the, and the two businesses will come on, and then we'll come on to Stripe, if that's all right, James. Yeah. So welcome to uh, the Brummie Den. No, thank you, Paul. Thanks for uh, inviting me onto the Brummie Den. So, yeah, uh, an adopted Brummie, but a Geordie by heart. So uh, I'll never uh, forget that. I've been in Birmingham now, uh, coming to 10 years, believe it or not. Um, but uh, so a long time, seen a lot of changes. Um, my background's very simple. All I pretty much know is property. Uh, this is my uh, 20th year now in property. Um, still have the same passion from when I uh, first started making the tea for uh, my ex-boss uh, and, and starting to learn the ropes uh, in Spain in the Costa del Sol. Um, and I've always said the day I fall out of love of property will be the day that I'll stop actually being in this industry. So it's, uh, you know, I get, I get excited just walking down the canal at the moment, looking at all the changes and and seeing the difference so it's exciting but yeah um obviously we've got a couple of different businesses um obviously the two you've picked up on then barrows and forrester um so an estate lettings property management uh business based here in the center of birmingham in the lovely jury quarter um that covers everything within the city center of birmingham and sort of west uh, on that side of it we've got a team of uh, seven people uh, obviously running that so helping anything from sales the lettings obviously as i mentioned property management and administration um our philosophy is very simple. It's the client goes first. Uh, it doesn't matter if that's somebody looking to sell, uh, you know, someone looking to rent uh, as a landlord or, or a tenant, you know, looking to rent a property, as long as that client's uh, well looked after and they're, they're, they're put first as far as we're concerned, the business will do very well uh, coming from that. And during the, uh, the tough times that we're in today, we are starting to see that, especially on the lettings. Uh, and our past probably three to four weeks has been nonstop. Uh, helping up the key workers that you've probably seen on social media we've been uh, pushing out handing over keys to help them and then the other one is something we've been working on uh, for about 18 19 months now uh, which is Birmingham property news um, I think it's it's in the top three on organic searches in Google now for anything to do with property news in Birmingham um, and it's all about the in-depth what's going on in Birmingham it doesn't matter if it's a new development uh, legislation to do with landlords um, how to sell your property during tough times like this uh, or, or specific numbers about what's going on. You know, I think one thing that can happen on a lot of digital articles, people sort of put their own spin on it, but they don't actually tell you what the physical facts are. So one thing that we've done within the Birmingham Property News is if you like to read the blogs and you'll find there'll be typically, you know, anything up to about two, 3,000 words, they'll be full of numbers. Um, you know, and you can go and check the numbers out, verify them yourselves. And then we've turned it into a podcast as well. So for those that, bit, bit like me, who, who doesn't want to read them, I'd rather listen to a podcast than, than read an article and you've got that as well. Uh, and we're now putting them into video format. So again, if people prefer that sort of film style, you know, watching them, we're, we're doing that. But they're nice and raw. Uh, hardly any editing goes 
listen to them as well. Um, so if there's a mess up in it, you'll hear it. And, uh, you know, we want, we want comments back. We want as much feedback as possible so we improve on it. So can you tell me some of the, like maybe the recent articles, which platforms you've posted them and the, yeah. the subject matter, content matter, and maybe, you know, let's give you the opportunity of boasting. Tell me how many people have read and looked or viewed. Yeah, that well, what I think. so we get, so what Birmingham Property News gets on average about 100,000 people a month now going through it, yeah. um, which is quite good. We've got just on our newsletter alone, we're just over, just coming under 4,000 subscribers. So uh, that goes out once a week um, and that's starting to build quite rapidly. So it shows that the Birmingham property market is definitely, we, we know it's been on fire for a while, but we think a lot more people are paying a bit more attention to it. Um, some of the articles that we've just recently put, um, for example, um, can you put your house in the market during COVID-19? You know, we're getting a lot of valuation inquiries through our estate agents and people are asking, can you still sell? Um, you know, so we've put this out of what's going on. Um, should you still be investing in property in 2020? You know, investors are still out there. They're still looking, but is it the right time? And, you know, what you should be looking for? Um, what impact, you know, is COVID-19 going to have on the Birmingham property market? Um, you know, it's a huge place, Birmingham. You know, there's a lot of suburbs and, and different areas that can affect it. So we've gone into real stats. And also, I think probably one of the most important ones we've done in the last couple of weeks um, is the rights, obligations and responsibilities of Birmingham landlords and tenants. Um, because there's a lot of confusion about if you've been furloughed, you still pay your rent, how do landlords, you know, uh, you know, speak to their agents or via to the tenants direct and help them. Um, so we're helping guide people through this as much as possible and give our expertise. Um, and as well as that, obviously, we know that's hot off the press. Um, you know, there is things that have been uh, put through that have probably not been um, taken as much, which is new uh, developments, for example. So Camden Street, they released, obviously, a brand new development. 72 units that's going through planning now and um, so we also want to bring what the latest attractions to Birmingham are coming through as well so yeah it's a bit of a there's a lot of different topics going on so depending on what you like you're definitely going to find something to read there. So is anybody any other publishers picking up on this any other digital platforms you think yeah. resending your information? Yeah we're starting to see a few of the Birmingham news outlets now pick it up um, especially on Twitter uh, we're starting to see that getting shared and, and tweaked quite a lot. Even a lot of the conferences um, that would have the big conferences on at the moment, they're starting to pick it up and push it out uh, in, in a huge way, um, which is always thankful. But we always want to get it out more uh, from that. Um, Facebook, obviously, we do it ourselves. Um, I've just checked the last seven days, for example. We've had over 22,000 views, which for somebody who we just do this in-house between a few of us, uh, and it's more of a passion, more than more than a uh, as a full-on business. Uh, we think that's really good at the moment um, to make sure that it's coming through. Um, there's a few of the Birmingham ones that we have got. Um, we can provide you with a list so you can go on and, and put it across who's picking them up more and more. Oh, fantastic. And for the sake of clarity, you'll see the handles and things like that over along the bottom of the screen. But what's uh, just for the point of clarity, what are the handles, what are the addresses and everything else of these platforms? Yeah, so uh, for Barrows and Forrester, really simple, barrowsandforrester.co.uk. That'll take you to our main estate agent uh, website. Um, uh, again, for Facebook, it's Barrows and Forrester. Uh, for Twitter, it's BF Property Group. But for Birmingham Property News, as the name says, birminghampropertynews.co.uk. Um, and then again on Facebook, uh, Birmingham Property News, and also on YouTube as well, which we are now starting to pull out. Um, if you do like the podcasts, we're on all of them, Spotify, iTunes, Google, uh, everything. Just put in Birmingham Property News, look for the bull logo, you'll, you'll see us really quick. Excellent. So uh, your mindset towards business, 
So you, you seem to be unique in some of your approaches and some of your mindsets. So you're out there, you're taking a message out there, you're educating, you know, you're informing and things like that. Is that you that's leading that or have you employed somebody? How um, does this? Yeah, no, good question. So I'll always lead by example. So I'll never ask the staff to do anything that I won't do myself anyway. Um, I might only do it once and then it's handed over, but at least I've done it. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of the vision will come from myself. But I also, one thing I have learned is if you employ a good team around you, we're always looking for good staff uh, at any time. Even during this time, I've got interviews lined up at the back end of this week and next week for staff. Um, it is, it, I can't do everything as a company, so I need to have people in the right place. So, for example, Tom, who's our PR and comms guy, that's his background, that's what he does. Um, and that's exactly why I listen to him a lot in regards to how we come across as a company rather than just me being bullshit and just push it right out. You know, there is an element that, you know, I have to take a step back on this. Um, and, and this is what we always have done with the team. You know, we have Hamid. Uh, we actually pinched him from another local estate agent not too long ago. Um, you know, just before this happened, you know, a lot of people would get rid of their staff in them instances at the moment. We haven't, you know, it's been a key element. You know, we're now taking on between 20 to 25 lettings a month. Um, you know, which is really good with that one person. So it's about getting the right expertise in, um, you know, in that. So if anyone's listening to this and is looking for a changing career and, you know, has got something and they want something to be young, vibrant and, you know, exciting, then look, you know, get in contact with me. And I think the interviews that I'm doing this week, funny enough, are people who have actually seen our job adverts. I've seen yeah. us take them down with what's going on because naturally you start to to look at where you don't need to spend money at the moment with, with, with COVID-19 and have actually written a proper cover note to say, look, we saw your advertising, you dropped it, we understand, but when you do come back to marketing, please can you uh, give us a call because we're really excited with what you're putting out and they're watching it and we've said, forget that, let's speak now. You know, because Excellent. Excellent. So let, let, let me look at uh, and pry a little bit about the owner, James Forrester, yeah. you know, an entrepreneur and things like that. You've, you, you're talking about three businesses today. We're focusing on two really in the region and what's nationally. What's in the future? Your, your entrepreneurial style is definitely shining out there. You're looking at wards, you're looking at profile and you're looking at one, improving your business and two, improving yourself and putting yourself out there. So what's the entrepreneurial flair going to look like over the next few years? Well, hopefully this beard will grow that I've been trying to get over the last five weeks. It's uh, growing bit by bit. Um, but yeah, next five years um, for Barrows and Forrester, we're looking to acquire some more estate agents in the West Midlands uh, in some strategic locations. So we do want to expand Barrows and Forrester. We don't want to be number one, which I think is quite unusual. A lot of people say they want to be number one in their field. Uh, I'm not a believer of number one. I always remember the Hertz and Avos adverts, which probably shows my age. Um, so I'm a bit probably younger than what I actually am. Um, but Hertzibus was always about that. Our ashtrays are cleaner, you know, than theirs. And it was always about being number two was better than being number one. And that's what we want to aim for is we want to be, you know, number two. If you want to look at the charts in Birmingham for the estate and letting agent business, um, you know, we can always improve and we can always offer our clients more. And, and in regards to the digital side of it, yeah, you know, we're sort of creating that news outlet. You know, we're not we're going to come into a, a newspaper you know, sort of uh, industry all of a sudden. But we do want to make sure that content is good. And, and that comes from anything from if it's blogs to the videos that we're doing, even right through to the marketing. And it's something that we want to be, you know, known for that if people are going to come to us in five years, they're always going to go, well, Barrows and Forrester, the names are above the door. It's very personal. Um, you know, we have just launched a, um, a bespoke service during this, believe it or not. Um, we haven't pushed out as much yet. Um, People, some people have said it's arrogant. 
some people have said it looks really good where it's where I'll take on the listing personally myself. It has to be over a million pounds. I'll only take three on it once. Um, so they've got 100% of my attention on it. Um, but even before I even look at the property, uh, decide to take it on, I've got to take the clients out for a meal. I'm going to, well, when we can anyway. Um, and we'll sit down, we'll discuss it. And I need to see what they're like as people. Are they motivated to sell? Um, you know, and how motivated they are to sell? And do we click? You know, do they like my ideas? Do they appreciate the way that we're going to do things differently? Um, and if they don't, then, um, you know, okay, then they won't use our services. You know, it's, uh, and, and it's something a bit different. Again, no one's doing this. Um, and this is what we want to do. So over five years, buy more companies out. Marketing will get evolved. It will become quirkier, more bespoke. Um, people will be like Marmite. People are going to like it or they don't like it. But the ones who like it, I can pretty much assert that they'll do very, very well with their houses. Excellent. And eventually we'll get bought out. You know, I think like anything else, um, eventually the sale will, will happen. You know, I'm not getting any younger. Um, you know, or hopefully one of my kids will uh, want to sort of fall through after they've finished their schooling to uh, learn the business and, and take it over. So at the moment, everything's available. But for next year, the next five years is all about expanding the company uh, as much as possible. Okay. It, it'd be remiss of us not to talk about Stripe Homes as well you know, which is a national thing and stuff like that. So Stripe Homes, what's that? What's the mindset towards that? That's a national understanding. Yeah. So what's so, happening there? Yeah, I'm sorry, but I've just got um, DPD delivery. Um, so, um, yeah, for Stripe Homes, it's a construction company. Um, we're based uh, up in Newcastle. Uh, we're looking to bring it down to the West Midlands. Um, so we've got three sites under construction at the moment. Uh, we're building student, residential and commercial buildings uh, up there. So very exciting times. Uh, that came about through Barrows and Forrester through our off-plan sales. Um, and we've always wanted to, me and my business partner, have always wanted to get into property development. Um, it just sort of came a bit sooner than, than what we expected. But the last sort of two years with Stripe's been uh, uh, a great roller coaster to, to be on. Um, and we're expecting to push it. We've got another two sites that we're under contracts at the moment uh, that we're looking at will be uh, an executive housing development and another housing development, uh, all again in the northeast. But we want to bring it down to the West Midpole. We're, we're desperately looking for sites or JV partners. Um, we're not going to pay over the odds, you know, for it. You know, we do see yeah. that not everywhere. So we're very astute of our numbers. If they don't work at the beginning, there's, there's, we're not going to go ahead of it. We're not going to give any broken promises uh, altogether. But yeah, we're, we're desperate to come to the West Mids and bring our quality down here. And we think the, uh, people will be very happy with what we produce. And that business is Stripe Homes and it's been around since 2017, which is quite yeah. interesting. So talk to me about the Birmingham property scene. How do you see unfolding? Now, clearly we're, we're in, and I'm not going to say unprecedented times, but I just have done, you know, with COVID and things like that. Are you still working? Are you still got people out there? Are you still doing, you know, ne uh, necessities of jobs and activities and things like that? Yeah. Uh, and what do you think is going to happen over the next 12 months, two years? Yeah, so Barrows and Forrester, obviously officially the, um, the offices obviously are closed at the moment, as in the offices but we're still taking calls. We can do virtual viewings and, and everything as well. So that's absolutely fine. People can speak to us for advice. The staff are still, you know, uh, the staff still working, you know, nine till six, Monday to Friday uh, as normal. Um, we're having a lot of meetings, obviously like Zoom and everything uh, from there. Um, the way the law stands at the moment is we're helping a lot of key workers or people who can't get out of contracts. Um, so the way it stands is if contractually you can't get out of your uh, moving or, that doesn't matter if you're, if you're sales or you're a tenant. If contractually you can't get out of it, you have to move, then you're still allowed to do so, obviously just with social distancing measures put in place. 
So obviously we have all that as a company, that's all been put in place from that. Um, yeah, it's more limited, you know, uh, lettings is a lot busier. We've always been probably a 70% sales heavy company and 30% lettings where we've seen that shift now where we're literally 100% sale uh, lettings now. Uh, and all sales are pretty much on hold until surveyors go back and, you know, and we'll see probably middle of May, I reckon, we'll see that and there'll be a boost. I did do a blog on this, funny enough, not, not too long ago about where I expect it to go. I think we're going to get, I think we'll see the lift off middle of May, June for estate agents. The housing market's so important to the UK economy. Um, and there's what, I think there's three, uh, 370,000 transactions on hold at the moment that are sold subject to contract. You know, that's a lot of revenue through stamp duty to, to the government. Um, so they're going to want to get their hands on that at some point. I think things will just plateau out a little bit. There's not going to be a crash. I'm, I'm sick of the headlines of this 30, 40% property crash. It's not a financial crash. You know, a financial crash is only happen if you can't get finance. You can still yeah. get finance. The loan to values have changed because they can't do physical surveys. But once we're out of this, that will start in a big way. Banks are going to compete for the business. I think we'll see an ease in restrictions, um, which will be good. So I think back end of uh, quarter four, well, that's where we'll see the pickup in the Birmingham property market. Um, I think uh, the urban area will do a lot better to so the city centres as normal. Um, typically, that's what always happens. That's the revival point, And it'll generally push out to the suburban areas, maybe not as quick. But if you're on a metro line or the train lines and you've got that main transport into the economic hub, then you'll obviously see that a lot better. So yeah, quarter four is probably where we're going to watch out for. Um, as soon as we come out of this, it will still be quietish. People will be unsure what to do. But look, this is challenging time. So I'm looking at this market going, when we come out of it, people are going to think the houses are too small and they need to sell and get a bigger house because something like this again will happen in the next 10 years, probably. Next 10 to 15 yeah. years, it'll happen again. They're either going to want extensions built. Um, so there'll be a lot of remortgages. Um, and unfortunately, there's probably going to be a lot of divorces. Um, you know, and, and people are going to be selling their assets because... You know, it's unfortunately with bad times, you even get worse times. So, uh, you know, there's things from that, but the property industry is quite resilient. Um, it's going to be, if you've got a good business going into this, then you're going to do well coming out of it. Um, my worry is for some uh, estate agents is they've just shut up shop and they're, they're still not doing anything. There's no content going out. There's no advice. Uh, and, and that's where I worry about for them personally because obviously I am a property person so I actually do care about what my competitors do and, and, and their well-being but also for their clients at the same point you know they, you don't want people just sitting there wondering what's going on uh, and getting stressed over it so uh, yeah but I think it'll be good I think there's nothing really that much to worry about there might see a, as I say a slight dip or plateau but back end of quarter four we'll see the prices increase slightly again um, and construction will be in full flow. So what I'm looking at is the hotspots are in the city centre and it's going to move out to the uh, out to Ricci's suburbia around the city centre. Yeah, like pretty and much. I, and I, I think, think that's sorry. And I think that's great advice. And if you can reshare your blog and your post and things like that, certainly people are listening to this. We'll tag it into the post and things like that. So we'll keep yeah, that definitely. document live, keep you alive and things like that. So you've been a downtown business member for a while now and things like that. What feedback are you getting? What benefits are you getting? You know, is it supporting your business? Are they doing what they should be doing for you? Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's like anything, isn't it? You've got to put as much as in as, you, as you're going to get out of it. And I think, you know, you can't just, like any membership, you can't just sort of join it and go, right, give me all the business. Um, you know, it does come down to who you are personally. Do you have a good business model? Um, but we've had some great connections. Um, so, for example, VWV, 
uh, who Clive, are Clive Reeves is brilliant. He, you know, so supportive towards Birmingham and yeah, the work. You know, he's really, very, very good. Yeah, and I met I met I met um, Andrew Tibbs actually a while back, uh, yeah. and and Sav. I didn't I didn't realise they all worked for the same company because I was speaking to Sav about cycling because obviously I'm a cyclist uh, okay. about what's going on with the city. Um, and I met uh, Andrew, funny enough, having a couple of drinks, you know, we, we shared that uh, same passion. Um, and then it was, we were having issues with our corporate lawyers at the time, just uh, feedback wasn't great. Uh, me and Clive then got speaking about it. Um, and then we've taken them on as our corporate lawyers for, uh, for Stripe. Uh, and they're handling all our purchasing and everything at the moment, which in our finance models, which has been absolutely amazing. Um, and, and that's what we like about that, that rather than worry about day-to-day -day business worries and this is how i personally look at downtown rather than day-to-day -day running we're looking at different you know larger relationships uh, yep. and getting right through to the decision makers and making sure that if the fit's right you can work together and if it's not you know you can still shake hands you can have a drink and you get on your separate ways you know and things like that and, that, and that's what we like about it it sort of cuts through all the mess uh, you know and, and, and that's what i like about it you know time is precious um, you know, and, and sometimes in business, it's great to do all the networking, but also you get to points where you need to say, look, this is what I need done. You know, are you capable of getting it done and how quick can you get it done? You know, and, and they might go, well, it's not going to be quick. And they, they're able to tell you and you listen to it more. Um, so you're getting through to the right businesses to, to deal with, uh, you know, your issues or, uh, you know, your, your, the solutions that you need to, to expand. And that's exactly what we've found downtown so far. And obviously, I've done a bit across downtown as well as Birmingham. So uh, obviously, I've been to London uh, and I've met I met George Downing, uh, obviously a big developer, done a lot in Newcastle. Yeah. So that was great for me uh, to see that. So seeing that cross path as well has helped a lot more. Um, you know, obviously, I'm probably here on my journey, and then I'm meeting people, you know, up here, and I want to learn from them to to pull sure. me from them as well. So you can learn from everybody, which is great. That's useful feedback. So if there was if there was three asks. Now, this, this is going to go out digitally in the next day or so. If there was three asks, three things to raise, three things to talk about, what would they be? In regards to property or? Generally speaking, about you, about your business, about downtown, about Birmingham, anything else like that. Three yeah. points that you, you want to raise. For me, for Birmingham, a good one would be, should HS2 still be going ahead? Um, I'm probably one of the only property people who uh, doesn't believe in it. Uh, I don't believe in it just coming to Birmingham. I believe in the bigger concept. I think I think a big discussion needs to be had now that that money could be used to pay off uh, what's been going towards small businesses for COVID-19 bailouts um, and actually then relook at the plan, do the recostings, bring it back in years to come. I think that's a big discussion that needs to happen. I think the next one for us as a business uh, to talk about is how quickly can we expand. Um, I, I was hit quite hard in the financial crash with my, with my employer then. Um, and when I've asked him for his feedback, he always said he didn't expand quick enough. And if he expanded quick enough, he could have rolled the storm a lot better uh, mm. and having more right people in the right positions. So that's a good one for me to be looking at. We're going to be learning from it. And I think also on, on, the, um, on the third point is obviously I'm a governor of a multi-academy trust. Uh, I'm not an education person at all. I left school with zero qualifications. Um, something I don't really regret. A lot of people say they regret it. I haven't really regretted it. I didn't like my school time. But we're in a different world now. Uh, and I want to see more businesses get involved with kids. Um, and I think the, the trusts or state education now need to come forward uh, and, and be more open to business owners to let them come and share their skills. Because we're in this digital age where, you know, I've got two young children. 
uh, and they're glued on YouTube. You know, a YouTube star is more important than somebody, you know, who's got 300 employees, you know, and is working, you know, is working to the bone because they think that's how the world works. And I'm very concerned that in the next 10 years, we're going to see a, a, a growth of people come through thinking life's a bit too easy. Um, and I think if schools can open it up and get the business people in discussing what they do, let them be open, no agenda. I think we'll see a lot of children get a lot more enthusiastic uh, about what's coming through. I think the Commonwealth Games with Ian can do that a lot, uh, getting into the schools um, and let the schools really get involved and, and transform it. And it's local, it's all about community. Um, you know, we were laughing before we started on this about, uh, about the age, about the papers, you know, property days were a Thursday, card and jobs on a Thursday, cars were on a Friday. Um, it's that community spirit type. It's just going back around in a circle. And I really want to see that more and more, especially in Birmingham. So the, the, there's three points and I'm going to come back to you on and I'm going to re-invite you to be interviewed and to maybe come on to a panel. So one about your mindset towards HS2, what about the property in Birmingham and certainly about, you know, employability for children and put it back and things like that and stuff like that. There's three key points there and there's three interesting points that we can pick up on going forward. Um, I think that we, we are where we are now. I want to just thank you, James, for your time today. I think it's been fascinating. I think it's been interesting. The way you're articulating your living and you're communicating your business is excellent. A lot of people should be looking at this. A lot of people could learn from you. You put yourself a part of the way up on your journey, but I think you're actually at the top, the way that you're leading your business and your mindset towards communication and everything else. Like, it's fantastic. Your mindset towards the community, Birmingham and everything like that, being an adopted Brummie is incredible. We can work on your accent. We'll do that over the drink at some point and we can go from there. So James Forrester of multiple award winning and businesses on behalf of Downtown and Business. I'm Paul Cadman, Chairman of Downtown and Business. And I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you. Well, thank you, Paul. Thanks for having me on.